Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your host Zigzag. And Rufus, what's up? Nothing, dude. Just glad you forgot to plug in your USB tonight after last night's fiasco. I know, I know. I'm a little disappointed, Rufus. Guess what? I was trying to. Uh, you see what I got on the screen behind me right now? Yeah, looks cool. Well, I was trying to play Easy Rider. Right, I was gonna stream Easy Rider behind us for the entire show tonight. Oh, really? Okay. And for some reason, when I plugged my phone in to the uh, projector. Somehow Xfinity, where I purchased Easy Rider from, knows that I was plugging the projector in and would not allow it to play. What? Which angered up my butt because it's just a uh, screen mirroring. You bought the movie, though. Right. I hear you. I, I, I'm loud and clear, brother. Loud and clear. I uh, am disappointed I, in I guess Xfinity. I'm borrowing it from them. Yeah, you are. Once you die, they're going to resell it. They probably are. I wonder whose copy I got. I think I probably got Peter Fonda's copy. You, <laughs> you must have. Is it digitally autographed? It is. It is. I can smell his sweat on it. Wow. Wow. Yeah, smells good. I think he was wearing uh, English leather. What an odd name for a fucking uh, an aftershave. Sounds like a, Sounds like a British a sex club. club. Well, I mean, yeah, it does. Wasn't English leather like a name of a... Or what about yeah, Old yeah. Spice? That, I mean, that is not intriguing to me at all. Here, I mean, smell some old chili powder, some old cumin. I am curious, curious where the spice part of that came from. Or old, really, but the spice, what spice do they have in mind exactly? Spicy. Make the women spicy for you, maybe. 
don't sure. know. Poor planning. You know what? They need to rebrand it. Forget Old Spice. Old Spice is yesterday's news, right? New Spice. New Spice. I like it. Spice like X. It. I'm sure they've got that Spice Chill. <laughs> Diet Spice. Spice. Spice Light. I was going to say Spice Light. You beat me, you son of a biscuit. Same page. Same page, brother. Always has been 20, how many years now? 20, Jesus, 26 years? 25 years? Count, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, what we do doesn't age, so there's no point That's in keeping track. true. Just like we don't, or you don't. And I did notice uh, that you you shaved part of your beard. I thought we were gonna we were gonna be symbiotic in our beard shaving into uh, <laughs> 70s style mustaches. Dude, I literally the moment I got done shaving it, I was like, oh fuck, because uh, <laughs> I completely yeah. forgot. Now you have to shave yours into a porn mustache with I'll shave your chin and I'll leaving shave off my pubes on home. And I'll glue them onto my face. You don't have any pubes left. Not any ones that aren't gray, probably. I do on I my do. back. <laughs> and in your ears. I can see those from here. I thought you had it. Looked like you had Washington from uh, from Welcome Back, Cotter, in a headlock underneath your your ear thing there. <laughs> Mr. Cotter. Mr. Cotter. <laughs> Give me drugs. Give me drugs. Remember that one? Give me drugs. Give me... There was Washington that was on drugs, right? It's so typical. So yeah. fucking typical. You know what? When I left... I was, what was I watching today? Oh, I was watching Three's Company, okay? Yeah, yeah. And so politically incorrect. You're like, how well, yeah. were they back? I mean, really? You know? And I think that they thought they were trying to be cutting edge by making Jack gay in the eyes of uh, Norman Fell, who played Mr. Roper. And yeah, yeah. Rest, rest, rest gay, gay. Jack Tripper. Right. And you know what? What a fucking great character. I, you know what? I, this is so sad. I was watching it. That, maybe that was this morning I was watching it. And I was like, I used to get so sad at the music to Three's Company, right? Because yeah. that meant it was time for me to go to bed when I was a kid. Oh, oh. Right. Right? Now I was like, and I, but I still somehow, I don't know how I finagled into watching it because I've seen every episode, probably after school when I was like 12, right? Which is totally inappropriate probably to watch that. Because I'm like, who would I rather do, Janet or Chrissy? You know, then Terry comes into the picture, and you're, like, confused. I, I, you're like, Terry? I was a Terry guy whenever she hit the scene. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. okay. Right. Hold Terry was, like, the perfect mix of Janet and Chrissy. You're right. Absolutely right. But taller, I guess. I'll take it. That's fine. I mean, I don't want to say back in the day, I was like, hey, Mrs. Roper's looking pretty good in that house coat, dog. Well, it doesn't take much when you're 12 or 13. No, it did not. I'm like, Mrs. Roper's got some big-ass tits, yo. I didn't say yo. Back then, I made yo up in my mind back then, but I hadn't said it yet. I did used to love that show when I was a kid, even though I didn't really get half the jokes. And isn't the formula like somebody will be having a conversation in the kitchen, and then somebody will walk in the living room and overhear? Well, I mean, of course, that's a premise to every conversation. I think the first time they did that on a sitcom was probably uh, on the Honeymooners. Yeah, I think right. I love Lucy. I, I love Lucy. Totally underrated. Dude, Lucy in her heyday. Hello, Ohio, right? Lucy was looking good. Lucy, Lucy was my first. And again, when you're 12, you're like, Ethel's got a serious rack, dog. 
And then you know you really went out of bounds. You're like, Mr. Mertz? Oh, shit. He's fucking looking good. <laughs> Mr. Mertz. What's his name? Fred? Fred Mertz? Was that his name? Fred Mertz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm showing my age. Even though I didn't see those in their day, I actually, they were like a, a two decades old when I saw them. Maybe oh, yeah. more. Maybe more. Really? I mean, that's the 50s, right? Then you're like, that's some cutting-edge fucking humor for the 50s, kind of. Well, they had a lot of firsts on there. Interracial couple. Uh, they had the first flushing Mexican toilet guy. on there. Mexican she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah, she was pregnant. That was the first time. The sandwich was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Did they said? That's what I wouldn't know. That would be really breaking the I think they had I just want to go ahead and put on the record for this. What is wrong with separate beds, dog? I'm all about separate beds. Go bring back the separate beds. Yeah, I'm already doing separate rooms, and we love each other, but she moves around a lot, and I snore sometimes. See, for us, it's the opposite. She snores, and you move around a lot? Yeah, but most of my moving around is going like that. (laughs) Elbowing her in your dream. Did I ever tell you about my buddy, Tim? He was he, he had a girlfriend. He was telling me this story one time, and he's like, "I got to tell you a story." That's what he said, Rufus. And then he then he started telling me a story. That story I was That's just talking about. That's a good way to tell that story. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you got the segue there. <laughs> okay. So then he started the story that he was telling me about the story that he was going to tell me that he was going to tell me, and he was telling me that he was dreaming. Right. He was having a dream about something, and he punched his. His girlfriend super hard in the face. Oh, shit. I'm like, dude, are you sure that was a dream? I mean, she, like, woke her up. He, I guess he was, like, in the dream, was, like, put his arm out and, like, smacked her clear in the fucking face. I'm like, no, uh, that's well, not a dream. That's sleep punching. That's That would not hold up in court. <laughs> no, it would not. Definitely would not. You know what? It held up for her, though. That's the only person he had to sell it to. Yeah, well, yeah, good thing that she wasn't like, ooh, here's my opportunity. I got a black eye. He didn't have any money. He's just a college guy then. What's the fucking use? Well, that's true. I mean, she probably uh, she probably punched him a few times, too, I would guess, in her sleep. There was a lot of sleep punching. <laughs> what if you went into a fucking place and the lady behind the counter looks like you got a black eye, and you're like, what happened? And she's like, the cops come. And she's like, my husband sleep punched me. <laughs> I would love Dude. to see that cops episode. And it, it, has been, it has been tried in court, and I think it's even been pulled off once or twice, at least once maybe, where a guy murdered his wife. Oh, right, in his sleep. Sleepwalking, yeah. He said it, we took a bunch of cough medicine, though, right? Didn't that guy say he took some cough medicine or something? And was trying Not to get the like the cough medicine people wrapped up into it. Probably for it. That's the ultimate right there, dude. You kill your wife while going for the payday by suing the pharmaceutical company. You're you just get like trying to pay off and the lawsuit money. Right. One lawyer. You think one lawyer does that? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you can find that lawyer on the side of a bus or a billboard in town. I think his name's Giuliani. I do believe. I think they call him Giuliani. The world's yeah. first lawyer. The world's most. They should make a sitcom about Rudy Giuliani. He's Rudy. You know, he's just like some bumbling idiot lawyer. 
farting yeah. all the time. Farting all the time. His uh, hair color is leaking it's out of his mouth. Like, does he have like a history of butt dialing people? The <laughs> guy is evil, dude. I mean, there's nothing right about that person. How do inept people make it to the upper echelons of government? By cheating, mostly by not having any morals or you know are willing to do anything, literally anything to stay in the spotlight. Giuliani, I mean, when he was the lawyer, the not the lawyer, the uh, the mayor of New York, he fucking kind of helped turn it around. I thought and I remember him being a good mayor. Yeah, he was a good mayor. But maybe he was one of those guys too, though. It just hires the best fucking people and is like, all right, I'm the mayor, so I'm going to go out there and say it. You guys back here are going to do it, right? You think about it. You come to me with ideas type thing. I'm not actually going to try to do anything. I'm a mouthpiece. And, I mean, that's what any – you can't – no one is knowledgeable enough to be able to do on their own what it takes to run a whole fucking city like New York City, right? No, especially a politician. I mean, I'm thinking that even now with what's going on in the government, maybe, and this is going to sound insane, maybe the the answer is more big government, but more big government at the top, right? Like more people to, say, weigh in on shit instead of just these fucking random jackasses who get stuck in this rut. Nothing wrong with the government if the people in the government aren't morons. I mean, it's it's term limits are the only fucking answer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. You know, now they're fucking that Mike Flynn's trying to tell uh, Trump that he should fucking declare martial law and have another fucking election, and, and he's saying that in the fucking Oval Office. Dude, this is a guy. I mean, how can people? How can they support this? These are people that don't want you to tell you what to do with your fucking a mask on your face and now they're going to be okay with martial law as long as it makes Trump president that's the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life yeah, what's crazy is it's all the conspiracy minded like right wing Trump people that are always concerned about right. martial law like when Obama was in power they're like he's going to declare martial law they're like we don't want socialism but martial law is cool yeah, I mean, that's worse than fucking socialism. That that's like that would really be like fascism. <laughs> right, exactly. Taking over. They're like, we just want one step. Oh, we we've been saying all these years we don't want communism or socialism, or we want to go straight to fascism. <laughs> you know, we just we yeah. want the streets fucking locked up. I mean, that's straight up communism, right? I mean, really, make up a phony election. Have the guy you want installed. Declare martial law so no one can do anything but probably fucking work and consume. And, you know, I mean, but they don't want to give, they don't want to give people money for food. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck those people that want money for food. Working and consuming. Kind of been my entire adult life, I guess. I mean, I get it. You're, You're a nice cog in a wheel. You fit your little, little, without you, something doesn't run right for at least eight or ten days, maybe. I just I just have tricked people into thinking that. Well, I mean, that's the key to everyone's life, right? Yes. <clears throat> so back to Lucy. Now, she had a nice rack on her. Did she? I don't recall oh that. Okay. She had a great body. 
Lucy did. If you well, look at you know what? Laura Petrie, right? Dick Van Dyke show? Oh, oh, Ultimate yeah. hot oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. She was one of those ladies too that was really hot until the very end. Yeah, yeah. Is she dead? No, no. Are you sure? Is she? Mary Tyler Moore. That's who that is, right? Yes. And Jane Fonda and Dolly Parton. Remember that movie, Nine to Five? I just watched a documentary about Dolly Parton last week. What a great fucking movie that is. Uh, oh, oh, Mary Tyler Moore did die in 2017. Yeah, I thought she did. I thought she did. But yeah, just a picture of her old, and she ain't ugly. Do you want to hear something weird? You ever listen to the Howard Stern show? I, I watch clips on YouTube every now and then, but I don't like to listen. Like, like three or four years ago, he had Rhoda on, right? The lady that was in Mary Ty Martin. She knew she had that malignant brain tumor, and she knew she was going to die. Oh, so man. Her and Howard went in the other room, and she told him a, uh, only a word that the two of them would know. And she's like, when I die, if there's an afterlife that I can get in touch with you, I'm going to send this word to you somehow. Right? What? what? Yeah. Okay. No, he's never told anybody what the word is, but he's like, this This was Hall appointed to because they don't believe in people that uh, they were trying to prove wrong psychics, right? Who talked to yeah. the dead. Okay. And the deal was that if there was a psychic, uh, Rhoda, I can't remember her name. She was pretty funny in real life, though. But um, she was going to get in touch with the psychic that was going to get in touch with Howard, right? If it was real. And they were going to share the same word. And he's had, like, dozens of fucking people come up, like, they were psychics, and try to say the word. And he's like, There's, it's just a word that the only the two of them know. Right? could be yeah, a made-up yeah. word, really. And, uh, uh, like, no one has ever brought it to him. Valerie Harper, thank you very much. So, so far as I know, there's no afterlife. Because Valerie Harper has not reached out to Howard Stern through the correct medium. That's how we finally proven it. It's proven now. It's proven. And I'm surprised, though, this is I, – I, I consider Howard Stern to be a halfway intelligent person, but he doesn't believe in any life on any other planet. What? what? Yeah. Isn't that the weirdest thing? Because, I mean, I'm thinking, dude, there's billions and billions and billions and billions of – I mean, how – he's saying no life at all, not even intelligent, unintelligent life. Even the top even scientists the, in the fucking world believe that. <laughs> right. I mean, how could they not? And I guess he's like, well, it wouldn't be the right conditions. But like we've said on the show a million times, Rufus, it doesn't have to be the conditions that we have in right, some other right. fucking – I mean, we can't live underwater, and it's fucking right here. Yeah. You know? and even, I mean, just given the vastness of space, just the right. odds are that even something exactly like this is somewhere else. That's a, you're right. Oh, another dimension or not. Just unaffiliated completely with this no, reality. Doesn't have to be another dimension. It's just no. way far away. What dimension is this? What dimension do, are we considered? Third? <laughs> I like that you did not know that. I mean, I don't know. I'm asking you. I'm just deferring. Well, I mean, are we considered the third? I, I mean, we're 3D, but are we living in the third dimension? Because, you know, I don't know. Time Check is the fourth dimension. But we can't like travel in time, so does that time count? Or in... So what is what is the third dimension then? Up, Mass. down, left, right, mass. Yeah, you know, three, three D. Right. I mean, but I'm just wondering what. The, so what's the second dimension? 
nothing. I mean, just flat, flat. All right. Well, what's the first dimension? Uh, a single photon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, obviously you're making that up. I hope people are not taking you seriously on that part of it. I think you were right about the rest of it. Is it a single photon? Maybe it is, but I thought it was a quark. I mean, I don't want to mince. It's a, it's a boson. Thank you. It's a boson. Oh, is it? Yes. All right. You're probably uh, right. Whatever that means. I don't know. I've heard the word boson. I just said it. Yeah, I think that's a guy on a ship. Right. Here's what I've heard about the fourth dimension. So the fourth dimension is time, but yes. we only experience it in one direction because we're not in the fourth dimension, just like we are in the third dimension, but our shadows that we cast on the ground, those are one-dimensional or two-dimensional. So it's like so, you know, you, you, ship peaks through from different levels, and time peaking through, we experience right. that's going in a forward linear in path. time. Right, but really, it's just it's there, just like you know anything else. What is your Still, take on time? What do you think about time? Are you hip about time? I don't know. I mean, why think fucking think about? It? I can't do anything with it or about it. I know it sucks. It's like you can't. You definitely can't control time. The no. one thing, and I was talking to my father-in-law, and I was high. He probably was not high, but he said to me we were golfing. And he said, I said, you know, he's a successful guy. And I said, you know, he's like, and he was got all deep and he's like, you know, you just got to kind of enjoy your life, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And I'm like, wow. I mean, at first I was like, is he dying? You know, but he wasn't. I didn't ask him, but I'm assuming he might have told me at that moment if he was dying. But yeah, he was yeah. just like, you know, because time, he's like, I got the success and all that stuff. I don't, now I don't, I don't have time. Time is the thing that you can't get back. You know, or you can't ever have enough of, it seems like. That's why we got to enjoy it. That's why the best thing was Roehampton. That's like yeah, time should now, when I have time, I just sit on my ass. I don't do anything well. Thank God I got some time, and I just sit down. Right. You're like, oh, time is great. I love wasting it. And then when you're like 80, you'll be like, oh, that time wasted. Yeah. You'll think of one moment where you were sitting and watching an episode of Three's Company. And going, man, I really should have been saying I love my kid or something like that. I should have been doing I should have been feeding homeless people at the at the Salvation Army, but instead I I was thinking about jacking off when I was twelve looking at Chrissy's nipples. Okay. okay. A Chrissy episode, maybe I'll feel guilty about it. A Terry episode, no. That's time well spent. <laughs> I'm mean, even a Janet episode is time well spent. That's true. She's kind of the wallflower. Wasn't she always the uh yeah. Got unassuming. They yes, and they treat you because she has the nicer boobs when you get down to it. Secret weapon. Because she can go without a bra, right? So there's pokies out there, you know, but you don't get that with Chrissy because her tits were so big. And you know what? Even in the early ones, I guess today was an early one, she didn't have a big set of fake tits on her. They just kind of turned her into that, I think, after a while. Did they have fake ones then? Then? Oh, yeah. I mean, surely at some point hers were fake because they looked, I don't know, they looked way bigger. I remember them bigger anyways. Maybe they just showcased them and I didn't really notice. Showcase. Well, I mean, she's supposed to be the Dizzy Blonde with the big tits, right? I mean, that was her character. I'm going to look this up. When were fake tits invented? Well, now they're probably going to some prosthetic thing that was invented in like 1884. 
All right, I'll All say right. breast implants. Is that better? No, fake tits is fine. You'll probably get the same okay. result. 1962. What now? For what reason do they say to enhance a woman's look, or are they? I'm probably invented by a fucking movie studio. It just says the silicone that? breast implant. But why? Whose idea was it to create the breast implant? Thomas Cornyn and Frank Giro, two guys. And what what uh, movie theater, what movie company did they work for to, that they got paid to start doing that to women? <laughs> it doesn't say, but the first the first woman to ever get them was a, a, a Texas gal. <clears throat> Everything's bigger in Texas. Everything is. Private. Her husband probably owned Southwestern Bell. And was like, you need bigger tits, like uh, the lady at the office. I guess, in a weird way, I just assumed all women in the in the sixties had big tits in the in the fifties and sixties. It's because they had those fucking torpedo bras. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. So I just was like, I did. I also thought that they were pointy. I thought every tit was a banana tit. <laughs> no, we couldn't be that lucky. <laughs> They'd have to reinvent the bra. Hey, uh, yes. I see in the studio that you're hosting, but there's somebody looks like they're they've called in and they're on hold. Are you for real? Yeah. Who the fuck can that be? Do you see it? I'm trying to answer it. How do you answer it? Hello. Click the microphone. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Good. What's up, man? This is Border. I got a question for you. All right. You know, it's the holidays and family needs the most for everybody, but would you suck your dad's dick to save your mom's life? Ooh, that's tough. That's deep. (laughs) Wait, how old is mom? And how old is dad? (laughs) Dad's about 58. Mom's about 61. We don't own a shower. We don't. We do have a bad tub. Does, um, does dad have to come to completion, or are we just talking like a single suck? Dad always comes to completion. He's a man. Oh, dad, you son of a biscuit. Is mom's life worth saving? Is she cool? No, he's not cool at all. No, no. He said mom. Is mom cool, or is mom like beating you with a hanger? Mom is cool. Dad's not cool. Uh, Ooh. Oh, mom. Got to say, mom. Better. Better. What would you do? You think, I suck my dad's dick every done? day. You suck I dad's suck dick every day. Piece of breakfast plus. Are you sucking it right now? It sounds like you're sucking it right now. I'm sucking it right as he put in my dirty <laughs> asshole. Oh shit, dude! This is this show's only rated R. It doesn't go straight triple X. Put that on the phone. (laughs) Dad, is that you? Oh, he hung up. What? That was odd. Dude, call back. That was Radio Gold. We didn't really think you were sucking your dad's dick. We were just joking around. Well, hey, can't blame us. We didn't crack the joke. 
Uh, well, we were just, uh, you know, that's called fucking rolling with it. What that's if what we, we missed an opportunity to, to help somebody who's in a, a, a desperate situation? What if that was, like, legit? Oh, my God, dude. You're thinking he was calling for help? Maybe he meant to dial 911 and oh, dropped the shit. phone and it called us. Now I feel bad because we were taking a lot of time where either one, dad could have been coming to completion or they could have just, he would not have sucked dad's dick. He could have just said, mom, you're free to go. Or RIP mom. Damn, Shit, I dude, now I feel bad. Call back, dude. Call back and we'll give you good advice. Rufus was, he was just joking around. He always would let mom die probably. If dad showered, different story. You're saying dad didn't shower. I just, I can't accept that. No, that, no that's, that's pushing the limit for me. Carol, you didn't hear earlier in the show when we were discussing Old Spice and English leather. <laughs> Maybe this <laughs> reminded him of dad. <laughs> Maybe it is. He remembered the smell of dad's musk. Oh, God. Well, you, there's, there's a good name. That's, the, that's a good name for a cologne, dad's musk. Oh, there you go. You get, they've given away in droves every fucking, uh, every Father's Day. <laughs> every Father's Day. Dad's Musk. Musk de Papa. Wait, now what was the Musk? What was, was it? What is the scent that has Musk in the name? Is there not a Musk one as well? Uh, I don't know. Musk is kind of a more of a, a gritty. I almost thought there was like an English musk. Let me check. That sounds like it's something you'd hunt. It does. Need to go get me an English musk. I like to roast an English musk. Here's English leather. Okay. Yeah. I know there was one called musk. Yardley English musk body lotion. English musk. Yes. It's a real thing. Really? Really? Yeah, English musk. Yardley's English musk. This what is that this thing like? is actually turned into a deodorant, but it it's a real like thing. It's for women. Dude, it's for women. Wait a minute, dude. I don't want what? musk associated with my woman. Musk is like a man smell, right? I yeah, I thought it was like the musk described the smell you get when you've been cleaning out the garage or mowing the yard. <laughs> right. That's like your musk. How do they fucking, how do you put that into a bottle and sell it? Uh, I don't know. Ask that caller. Call back, dude. Give us your recipe for musk. Let us know what dad's musk smelled like. We'll try to replicate it. I I feel bad, too, because we didn't even take into consideration that that guy didn't have a shower wherever he was being molested by his dad. Uh, well, is it, is it? Is he being it alive? is. Think about it, dude. He could easily. Maybe Dad's not even planning on killing Mom. He just wants to fucking molest the kid, and he's like, "Oh, you got to do it, or I'm going to kill your mom." It's probably a fucking. That's a molestation story if I've ever heard one. It's trickery. That's what it, it is. is. Tom foolery. Dad foolery. Yeah, the guy sounded kind of old enough to not be tricked, though. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know what we need to do? We need to see what was in the headlines of the of the thing today. Pop culture, entertainment, Trump is there. Nicely done, I might say, by you, my man. COVID, coronavirus, rants, life, talk plus show. That's a tricky one. Comedy, humor, satire, guy talk, conversation, comedy and talk, comedy and radio, 
There's not even beer or weed in there. These are the, These are the generic ones that I, I copy and paste them every time, and then later, right? if I'm not lazy, I update it with what we really talk about. Right. I was going to say, we have barely touched on any of those conversations tonight. I'm glad to know that this guy was listening, because if he listens long enough tonight, one, maybe he could call in and help us with Jeopardy, or we can't do that, can he? Uh, no, he can't, because that's going to be in the, uh, the, the, uh, the what fucking called VIP hour. What time is it? You know what? Let's see if, let's reach out to this guy real quick. And if he wants to call in, we'd love to have him guest, uh, with us on Jeopardy. Remember when people called in, it used to actually have their number and you could call right. them back. Right. Now it doesn't. Well, we did. We called somebody back. We did once. It was we were smart enough to write down the number, though. You wrote well, no, this is, I know this one was one 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 one. Should we try to call it? I I guess you might dial hell or something. I've never yeah. seen a number like that. Is it one 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 one? What if this guy answers? So what, what if we launch a missile or something? Number. Hmm. Maybe it was five five five. Was it five 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 one 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 one? That sounds legit. It wasn't like was what was the one that like everybody said that's like the joke one in Hollywood? They're like called oh, five 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 stop or whatever. And I guess there was no way it could be a legitimate number. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was, was it that number from that song. What, what's that song? Eight six seven five three zero nine. Five three zero nine. Yeah. You want to call Jenny? Well, what's the area code? I don't know. Five five five, probably. We'll just call every area code and that number. All right. Wait, well, international calls too. It's Skype. Just ask Jenny. It's cheaper to call internationally than it is to fucking call uh, inside of the United States. How fucking sad is that? Technology. Damn me for inventing Skype by inventing Napster first. I just wish Skype would get, get better one day. I mean, it's good for what we do, but it just it's so clunky and weird to work with. Still. I think that they think that people know how to use it. They think it's intuitive, and it's anything but. How no. long did – nothing has changed on this fucking Skype since we started the show in 13 – and I just fucking last six months have learned how to use Skype, and I can almost guarantee you in six months it's going to be fucking obsolete, this version of Skype, and they're going to change their whole fucking interface. Oh, yeah, for sure. We never realized how easy we could have been doing this show. I mean, we did. We kind of tricked this show in our own way in the early days, so much so that they integrated Skype into the show. Yeah, and I, I've never done that because you always call in first. Are you called into the show with Skype? I what I do is I call it I check into the show via email or via the web right on sure. the Block Talk Radio. Then I just open Skype and call the show, so okay. my voice is coming through the Skype, and then I add you on the call. Quite ingenious, Rufus. Quite ingenious, if I do say so myself. Very ingenious. Yes. I'm sure that we. I think we did invent that in the early days because we were doing this for a long time. And uh, I don't know if anybody was as smart as us. It, it's, it's only it's taken us uh, since 2013 to get three callers. <laughs> <laughs> How often was that, though? 
You know what that's better than? Zero. No callers. Exactly. Way to be an optimist. Hey, call back, and we will make you a co-host for the rest of the show. We don't have to talk about sucking your dad's dick or any of your past traumas. We'll just fucking chat it out and uh, see what you're all about. So what's the number, Rufus? Uh, call uh, 646-8826. Six, six, eight, 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 call double Z yes, now. We should have made him listen to a Hypersloth song. Should we do that right now? Because you know he's still listening. I mean, you, he can't he help have, but not be listening right now. Might have been Savage Beast, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you think so? Maybe could have helped him out. You think he was listening because Trump was in the thing? I don't know. The Trump's been in the thing since starting to start this, so I don't know. But I don't right think so, because he didn't say anything thing. about Trump. I, know. I would expect somebody who called in because of Trump to call in because of Trump. I was hoping so. What if that was Don Jr.? Oh, my God. It was a cry for help. It was a cry for help. Oh, my God. And he's he's asking us, guess what? Mom, mom is the fucking Mother Liberty dude of the United States of America. You've got to go blow Trump right now. It's up to you, man. It's up to you or or, uh, Tom Cruise. I think Tom Cruise needs to go blow Trump right now. I guarantee you there's a million Trump reporters out there that would go blow him, men included. You think there's any that, gay supporters of Trump? Is there a gay Trump, you know what I mean? Gay yes, for Trump? Yes, it is. Is that there, that, 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 makes me sad. that I responded to on Twitter, Dave Rubin, he's gay and he supports Trump, and that's why I can't listen to him that, anymore. That makes me sad that someone would not realize that this person doesn't support their lifestyle and they still fucking support that person. That makes me sad for a gay person that would do that. <sighs> yeah. Because you know yeah, what I like to think of more is like, I like to think as gay people are more intelligent than your average person. It usually seems like. Well, they got to figure it out. I mean, they can have all the sex they want and never have a kid. Well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm saying they just seem more educated. Maybe that's just ones that come out. Right? Plenty of ignorant gay people out there who are just closeted. Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of ignorant hey. ones that aren't closeted but end up on reality TV. Give me one I name. Mean, well, I don't know the names because oh. I'm smarter than these people. Come on, every every finger snapping person you see on like a VH1 show is not that bright. But everyone but you see on HGTV has their show together. Those people, you're talking two different genres of television. One is it's an act. To be that gay, right? You don't meet gay people that are that gay. I mean, I at least I haven't. I've never seen anybody that flamboyantly gay. Oh, that, I have. It wasn't that. part of an act or a, you know what I mean, or someone's personality, but their personality was an act. Right. Well, no, I worked for a guy who was just like that. And he was, I loved the guy to death. He was one of the best bosses I ever had. He was my boss. So his but, deal uh, was he was like either suck his dick or he killed himself. You think that's ever been used? Oh, maybe. I mean, I did have. I had to keep my job, so I did what I did. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. And the whole time he was finger snapping and really? about how I wasn't doing it right. Okay. Well, now was he high on cocaine? Uh, yes. Okay. See, now it's making more sense. 
He's probably high on cocaine and ecstasy, and that's bringing out the flamboyantly gay part of him. This is when I worked at the pawn shop. There were many people high on cocaine there. Uh, see, I knew he was high on cocaine. All right. Zigzag on the case. I fucking solved another one. So I just want you to know that he wasn't really going to kill himself. No. But he might have killed me. <laughs> well, it was the back of a pawn shop. Anything can happen in the back of a pawn well, shop. Should make a re- well, they made a reality show about the fucking pawn shop in Vegas, but they didn't make a sh- show about a real fucking pawn shop. They should make a show about a real pawn shop. Yeah, and, and don't focus on one pawn shop. Do look a pick different pawn shops around the, the country because it's, it's but I mean it's gonna be the shop. same old sad story. Here comes the meth head with fucking the stolen amplifier from his grandma's fucking '68 Chevelle, right? And he needs to sell it for fucking two dollars worth of crack. I mean oh, that's, man. that's the There's whole so story. Many more. So many more stories than that, but they're all equally as, as sad. We had people that would come in, and so you you could pawn something, right? I'm going to pawn my guitar. They'd be like, okay, you can get it back in three months, or you can extend it. We got people coming in who have been extending loans on, like, their grandparents' wedding jewelry for 15 years. They just could never get enough together to get it out. So they were just constantly paying like forty bucks a month just to make sure we didn't sell it. How how do we make how do we build a better pawn shop? Right? What is the trick to? Okay, you don't have to be that evil. Can you put someone on a legitimate payment plan in a pawn shop and they can eventually pay it off, or are they always just paying the fucking interest on the loan? They had the option; they could pay the interest, which will give them another month. Right. Right. They could pay on top of that. Right. Okay. But you, these people just didn't have extra money. They were right. just trying. I, mean, I get it. So I don't know how you would do that unless. Uh, what I would do. This is what we would do. We're at our pawn shop. Double the cars. Is you. You build some extra money into it, right? So they think they're just paying the interest, but they're actually paying a little bit of principal too. Uh, yeah, you trick them in a nice way. Right, yes, you do it for their own good. And then one day they come in when they're 102, and you you give them, you're like, here is Grandma and Grandpa's wedding set back. You can have it back today. And then they take it from you, and they pawn it again. And they're like, can I get $40 for Grandma and Grandpa's set now that I own it outright again? I've had that happen. People buy something and get it back, and they pawn it and ask for a little more. Right, because they're like, you know I'm coming back for it, Rufus. Yeah, I've been coming back for six years for this hacksaw or this saw. <laughs> I mean, really, the only person that would end up at a in the pawn shop, I would say, is a fucking desperate person. Because otherwise, you would just try to sell something that you have if you didn't need the money right away. Right? Or you just want to get rid of I would say now probably more people that just don't care about their thing will sell it on Craigslist and stuff. But when I worked in pawn shops, there was nothing like that. So you you went right. to a pawn shop. If you needed money right then, I mean, I got to put ads for eight bucks a week. Didn't you get paid some kind of, uh, like, some kind of bonus? Like, if you could pawn yeah. out a bunch of shit or if you could get. If you could trick somebody into pawning something super expensive, super cheap, do you get a bonus for that? 
No, there was no bonuses tied to actually the the pawn loans. Just selling <laughs> shit on the floor, like you know. Really? But no, are bonus. people? I I'll tell you this. I did buy my first guitar at a pawn shop. Right? I love pawn shop. But I mean, I don't even know how that had crossed. Around. Probably because I saw a guitar in a window at a pawn shop on Oldtorf Worldwide Pawn, I think it was called. And uh, I went in there and bought a guitar. Wasn't a good guitar, but it only cost me fifty bucks. And I ended up giving it away like six years later. Or selling it for thirty bucks. I paid fifty and I sold it for thirty. But by then I hadn't had a nice arsenal of guitars that okay. I never yeah, I was played. Say, that's not the best business move. What was that? To sell it? well, it didn't go up in value, trust me. It wasn't a brand name. Oh, okay. It was you know what it looked like a Stratocaster. And it was blue with a white pick guard. It had like a fade black to black to blue fade job. Maybe maybe someone brought it into your pawn shop and pawned it. Let me tell you a little bit about it. Could be. Here's a sad tale. I was given an acoustic guitar when I was 16, and I ended up pawning it years later because I needed some fucking cash. So I pawned it. Was never able to get it back. Never. Right? Did you make one payment on it or not? I, I I did. I mean, I didn't want to lose it. I don't remember how many payments I made, but right. I, I'm not going to keep paying on it past the three months. Anyway, so I got rid of it. This is long before I worked got on it. Is that what you call it? Getting rid of it when you pawn it? No, they well, took it from you. Well, no, I mean, after I pawned it, and I had the choice of either let it go or... Did you have it, the choice? No, then, no. I was broken. <laughs> okay, all right. That's what I'm saying. All right, go ahead. Right, and so it wasn't until, like, years later that I actually worked at a pawn shop. The one was the gay guy that I was telling you about. And I'm sitting there, normal day, you know, doing loans and stuff, and I see this guy walking with a guitar case. I'm like, holy fucking shit. And sure enough, this guy was pawning the exact same fucking guitar that I'd lost. And I had to write him the loan but for the it. the exact same, like your guitar? Or just the guitar exact same guitar? Nope, it was the guitar. The case had all the same stickers. I recognized the guitar because it had the same stickers on it, too. It had, like, I don't remember what the stickers were. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. And I was like, I hope this guy doesn't. Back then, I I was making money, you know? I was like, man, I hope this guy doesn't come back for this so I can get it back. Why didn't you offer to buy it from him? By then, I had guitars. Dude. This is my old guitar from when I was 16. I'll give you $500 for it. Well, I would not have given him $500 fucking dollars for right. it. He was pawning it. You could be like, dude, I will give you $55 for it. Uh, right out of the till. And an eight ball. <laughs> and an eight ball, yes. What do you think he was doing with the money that he was getting with the pawn? I mean, of course he's going to buy an eight ball. He should have said, cut out the middle, man. What a great deal if those guys – I know that guy was selling cocaine that you worked with at the pawn shop. Was he selling cocaine out of the pawn shop? Because that would be fucking serious business. I don't know because I worked with that guy for months before he came to me and said, Mexicans can come here and kill us. I need you to take this money. I had no fucking clue after working with the guy for months that he was even like a big-time drug dealer until that day. And he was a bigger Mexican guy? No, he was a little unassuming guy. And then he gives me, like, what did he give me, like $2,000, and I put it in a shoebox in in my room at Roehampton. Right, I remember that. 
Yeah, and then he shows up in the middle of the night with his wife and kid in a U-Haul. my life on the line for some jackass dealing drugs at your pawn shop. I appreciate that I was could have been killed by the Mexican cartel. And you would have been, because I would have been like, it's that guy, that guy with the guitar and the long hair. His name's Zigzag. He's the guy. No witch could catch me. The power of my rock would destroy them. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I would have stared him down from uh, the other side of the couch. You would have taken yeah. that tray you kept under the couch and just... Yeah, I would have chopped both their heads off with it. First, I would blow a smoke screen of pot smoke that would blind them. Then I would chop their heads Ooh. off with my rolling tray. Very nice. It's like Captain America's shield. Right. It's like a boomerang. But Go. it wouldn't even get any blood on the fucking tray because I would have to roll a doobie right afterwards. <laughs> I don't generally use the root word doobie, just so you know. I like to say I don't think I've I don't think I've ever heard you say the word doobie unless you were making a joke about using the word doobie. Like I was just I did you know what? That was a doobie. That I think that was a Freudian doobie slip I just had right there. What are okay as a lifelong connoisseur of the green? Yeah. What are some giveaways, some tells that you see in like TV shows and movies of people writing about weed connoisseurs, but really having no fucking clue what the whole culture is like? Like, yeah, what, what are some phrases? I would say doobie. It's <laughs> probably That's one. Maybe think about it. I thought so. I thought so. Uh, nowadays it's a lot different because pot is a lot more accessible. There's not so many like slip ups. People really, I mean, there's like experts that write about pot. You know what I mean? It's cool. But, uh, I mean, there's a million of them in movies, old, you know what I mean? Like movies from the 80s. But I don't know if they were, maybe the lingo was just different. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, trying to think. Doobie is definitely a word. I mean, Jimmy Drugs. No, because Reaver was probably legit at one time. That's true. That's true. You know? Doobie's probably it. I never, I tell you right now, I've only heard like a handful of people say the word doob or doobie. What about about past the Dutch to the left hand side or whatever? Is that ever really that song? That is actually, that's a real deal. And wherever those guys were from, where were they from? What was the name of that band? Oh gosh! I, they really I had like know. a little kid guitar player. I used to love his they little guitar. Kid. Pass the Ducci on the left hand side. Pass the Ducci on the left hand side. I always pass left. I can tell you that. Musical you, youth is what they're yeah, called. Yeah, I knew it had something to do with kids. Yeah, but they're yeah. kids. They're totally kids. All of them. That little kid's got a little fucking red Fender guitar, doesn't he? Or is it black? Uh, it's too blurry to tell, but uh, yeah, it's just three kids. Well, four kids, a drummer. Well, there was like one grown-up dude, wasn't there? Uh, it looks like maybe their older brother. Yeah, maybe. He was the one passing the Ducci, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, Where yeah. were they from? They were like from See. like Africa or somewhere, weren't they? Uh, what does it mean? What is Ducci? All right, where is musical youth from? Birmingham, United Kingdom. Oh, really? Oh. Where did the term Ducci come from then? Or a British Jamaican reggae band formed in Birmingham, England. Huh. 
Someone's like, hey, those little kids can play guitar. Let's start a reggae band. Yeah, they were put together by a corporate entity. <laughs> I'm sure they were. The Ducci Corporation. <laughs> Ducci LLC. It was, yeah, it's a bunch of, of Jamaican drug dealers that were like, we got to start moving pot around the world. Write some goddamn song about smoking weed, please. They wrote a hit song to launder their money. <laughs> yeah, it was a fucking long con. <laughs> they, they just wanted to sell more weed, obviously. Sure hey, dude, call us back. You got one about fucking five minutes to call us back and play one game of Jeopardy. Call us back, 646-668-8826. This is Double Z saying, give us a ring-a-ding. If you don't, we get it. You you can't hang with a couple guys like us. That's all right. Man, Have your man. big brother call in. I wish that dude would call and play Jeopardy. How cool would that be? That'd be cool. We should have offered it up right then. We should make it an open invitation. Like maybe the last 10 minutes of the, the live show, make it an open invitation for people to come in and play Jeopardy. Dude, put that in uh, next week's show. I will, for sure. We will make it an open an open invitation to anybody call in and play Jeopardy with Double Z and Rufus. Now, don't be mad if we hang up on you if you're messing up answers, okay? Because we take that shit seriously. But if you're a good team player and you know to keep your yap shut, if you don't know the answer... We'll let you on the show. And we will give you the first – we'll give them the first try at every question, and then we'll repeat the question if they don't know it, and then we can answer it. Or we'll figure out a way to give them time to answer since we can't see them. We could do – since we played multiple games, well, I guess we can't do it in the VIP. I was going to say – or can we do it? If they call in before the VIP, do they get kicked off? they could go into the VIP. That's a very good question, Rufus. I was going to say that we could, like, play for, like, you and the guests play, and then I'll play whoever wins that, and then they'll play whoever wins that. Oh, yeah, we can turn it into a fucking a showdown, a Jeopardy exactly. showdown. Jeopardy showdown. What is showdown? You know what? When it gets time to close the show, I'll call into the show, and then we'll know if, if, the, if the caller could stay on the line when the show ends. And that's why I keep you around. That's why I'm good at my job, folks. That's why I'm good at my job. Let me put this in my phone right now. Give me the number real quick, Rufus. 646. 646-668-8826. Correct. That's kind of tricky because you want to go 8828 right there, but you got to go 8826. Because other than that, all six is an eight. So, uh... Yeah, call us back, dude. We want to to play Jeopardy with us. You know what? Call us back, and we'll send you a free Hypersloth t-shirt. Like this one I got on right now, Rufus. Remember this old t-shirt? I do. Hypersloth Ale. That's the old Hypersloth Ale. Man, that is well worn. This is the first, maybe the second Hypersloth. Look, it's got a hole in the pit. The second Hypersloth shirt I ever had made. Damn, damn. That's right, dude. Who's repping the sloth? This guy, dude. This guy. That's why when sloth goes big, this guy gets the majority of the money, and I shall put you in a small pit. <laughs> it's fine. I'll right. take a pit. Of course you will. That's all I'm offering you. All right, now, don't let <laughs> you forget to call in, but anyways, we got a couple minutes. So, you know what we should do? Let's let this guy what? listen to a little taste of some hypersloth beer as food. What do you think? I don't think he knows that even beer food, beer as food exists. And I think he needs to know that now. 
Dude, check out our song. Call us back. Don't be a punk ass bitch.
able to go in. So, and you notice that it had my phone number. It did. Yeah. Yeah. It did so if this goes on the web, you better take my phone number. There, I can't afford all these fucking popular calls. But um, yeah, so we can we can someone can pass into the. I wonder. You know what? Should I try to call in? Let me call in and see if I can just call into the VIP part of the show. Give it a shot. See what happens. Maybe. Nobody would know though. What's I mean, that? Well, I guess if we announce it beforehand, like nobody's gonna right. be able to hear it if we announce it now. But if they know beforehand, well, say, hey, you know what? We're virtual. Next next weekend, we're gonna we're gonna Can't. do it. Can't doesn't really? work. Yep. Okay, so we'll kick off Jeopardy ten minutes early, and we will mention we'll in the, 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 the comments. We'll make stuff. the offer if someone doesn't call. We'll make the offer at a quarter till. Someone doesn't yeah, call in in five minutes. We'll wait and take the Jeopardy into the VIP part of the show. If they exactly. call in, and they can go into the VIP part of the show with us and do the Jeopardy, because they'll still be able to hear over their phone. I could hear yeah. the yeah. show. All right. Well, we figured that out. So now someone shall copy that format of doing things. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy, probably Howard Stern. Or that other guy. Who's that guy that's never been funny but somehow has a TV show and a career? Wow, that's Jimmy a Fallon. Who? Jimmy Fallon. Oh, he's actually funnier than uh, Seth Meyers. How does that guy have a show? You ever watch the Seth Meyers show? I've never seen the Seth Meyers show. I don't it even took me know a second to even remember who that I was. Uh, he used to be on Saturday Night Live. And I guess they didn't want him, so he went into the deep late, like late, late with Seth Meyers. And it's, the only people watching it are probably people on methamphetamine who only get one channel on their TV. <laughs> because it is, I'm like, how is this? I even said to my wife, we some for some reason it was on, or there was a part of it. And I looked over, I'm like, how is this even still on TV? Why is this on TV? And she's like, I don't know. It's awful. I, I didn't even know he had a show. I, I recognize the name, but I... You shouldn't have a show. I won't, I won't know it. Then. <laughs> you won't. You shan't. <laughs> I'll refuse to know it. Yeah, well, I refuse to know it as well. All right, you want to play some Jeopardy? You down? Fuck, fuck yeah. Uh, what's her name? Alexa, play some Jeopardy. Oh, dude, this is what I want to say. Hold on. I can tell you right now, Rivets. I have that play Joe? I have created the best fucking hybrid of weed ever known to man. Don't tell this me. Right here, I can't do anything I'm, I'm going to call this, I think I've decided to either call this the strain Victory Lap. How do you like Victory okay. Lap? Or a strain name. I don't know what it does, but it sounds good. It's dude, or the incinerator. Because it incinerates anxiety and stress and brings on nothing but good feelings, yo. I don't know. Victory Lap, I think, works better for that. And what does incinerator mean to you? Because I'm going to name one incinerator, but it means it gets you super fucked up, maybe. Yeah, this sounds really extreme, like almost like heavy metal intense. Right. That's what Not I like. Relaxation. I, agree. I wish someone could understand the incinerate version, but I shall name it Victory Lap. And you're voting for Victory Lap? I am. I am, yes. All right, folks, you heard it right here. Me and Rufus came together and named this strain right here. I'm just in the camera. Victory Lap. Victory lap. Ooh, good night. Some solid shit. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. Uh, It's like the kind of weed that you like smoke and you feel good, and then you don't get burned out when it's over. You're not like, oh, I'm fucking tired now. 
You're just like, let's fucking smoke to... some more of that shit. I have to take your word for it. No, I shall send you some victory lap. I was thinking about that earlier. I will send you some victory lap. Forget, forget Corey, because I just harvested and cleaned a bunch of victory lap today. I'm just nervous here because now I live in a suburban neighborhood. We have, we don't have our own mailbox. We have like the bank of mailboxes, you know. Yeah, but I, it's, but I'll send it, you know, deliver it to your house like an Amazon package. Okay, do that. That's fine. Yeah, I'll put some other shit in there too. I mean, not drugs wise. Just like a, some T-shirts or some bullshit, some stickers. Well, you're good about you know. Oh yeah, you know I'll package it up, fucking supreme. So don't you even worry about that, sister. All right, but I trust you to do it. Don't, 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 maybe not USPS. I don't even know your new address. Tell me over on the show right now. What's your new address? I'll just type it into my computer here. Um, hang on, let me look it up. Uh, last time I checked, I lived in Washington D.C. The White House. Yes, send it there. Uh, yes, I will. And I'll make sure to put a skull and crossbones on the outside before I send <laughs> do it. Do that. Just so they don't track it back to me. I'll text it to you. Let's play Jeopardy. But All right. God, Alexa, that stuff does look good. Play Jeopardy. Dude, it is fucking supreme. It is. I'm not even tooting my own horn, but this is good shit. is Jeopardy. And now... We'll know how good in a minute. Jeopardy. Thanks, Johnny. And welcome, players. Today is Saturday, which means it's time for our clues written for teens and families. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Catch up. You've missed some days lately. Do you want to catch up on the clues from Monday? Yes. Let's see the clues. Let's just hear them. Our first Jeopardy category is Barbie Celebrates Role Models. Wearing a sash that reads Scutari Hospital, this lady with the lamp of the Crimean War has a Barbie in her likeness. Repeat the question. I don't even understand the question. Again, the category is Barbie Celebrates Role Models. Wearing a sash that reads Scutari Hospital, this lady with the lamp of the Crimean War has a Barbie in her likeness. Who is Florence Nightingale? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> What's good shit, dude? I told you. Shakespeare. This Shakespeare character says, Oh, true apothecary, thy drugs are quick. Thus with a kiss I die. Who is Romeo? Yes, that's it. Wow. Your third category is the big little or no bang. The 2013 explosion caused by a natural gas leak could be heard across the entire city center of Prague in this country. What is Czechoslovakia? Good job. Your next category is World Capital Bingo. This big city was declared capital of Romania in 1862. What is Bucharest? Yes, that's correct. Our next Jeopardy category is blended words. This educational presentation delivered via online video sometimes has an interactive component. Repeat the question. Again, the category is blended words. This educational presentation delivered via online video sometimes has an interactive component. What is a webinar? Correct. Our category is Olympic sports. You can do barefoot. 
Greg Luganis and Pat McCormick are two of the most decorated athletes in the sport. What is diving? Yes, that's it. Let's move on to double jeopardy. The category is the first Nobel. The first chemistry prize went to Jacobus H. von Hoff, partially for his work with this branch of mechanics dealing with effects of forces on motion. What is kinetics? Quantum. Quantum mechanics? No. The correct response was what is dynamics? Dynamics. The eighth Jeopardy category is the angels did say. Matthew chapter 1 verse 20 says an angel told this man, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. Who is Joseph? Correct. Your category is historic declarations. Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation on the first day of this year, two years before the end of the Civil War. What is 1863? Good job. Our 10th Jeopardy category is Invented Languages. Navi is the language spoken by the indigenous people of Pandora in this blockbuster. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Invented Languages. Navi is the language spoken by the indigenous people of Pandora in this blockbuster. What is Avatar? Excellent. Your category is movies by matchup. The big bout is Mr. Balboa versus Clubber Lang in this 1982 sequel. What is Rocky II? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Rocky III? No! The last category is grammar with the letters O-R. To teach the proper order of adjectives, BrainPop offers a printable chart to show word relationships called a graphicist. Repeat the question. Again, the category is grammar. To teach the proper order of adjectives, BrainPop offers a printable chart to show word relationships called a graphicist. What is order? No, the correct response was what is organizer? Oh, organizer. 12 clues and nine correct. Damn it, Ruby. Nice work. You still have four days to play from this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Now let's take it away. Now it's on Weedwise. Our first Jeopardy category is Marco Polo slept here. Marco Polo wrote, at the narrowest point, it takes a month to cross this Asian desert where he slept on his way to China. What is the Gobi? Yes, that's it. Our next category is what are the odds? According to the National Registry that tracks them, the odds of the average golfer accomplishing this feat are 12,000 to 1. What is a hole-in-one? You're right. Your category is book barriers. This narrator of Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption says the prison's east side is a thick stone wall full of tiny slit windows. Repeat the question. Again, the category is book barriers. This narrator of Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption says the prison's east side is a thick stone wall full of tiny slit windows. I don't understand the question. I don't either. The correct response was, who is red? Today's fourth Jeopardy category is reality TV. The credits of this show state, this program is not affiliated or associated with the estate of George Orwell. 
Repeat the question. Again, the category is reality TV. The credits of this show state, this program is not affiliated or associated with the estate of George Orwell. What is 1984? No, the correct response was what is Big Brother? Your category is not going to throw away. About 90% of the amount of this alloy made from iron and carbon we use is recycled. What is aluminum? Sorry, the correct response was what is steel? Today's sixth Jeopardy category is my shot. The response includes the word shot. Ralph Waldo Emerson used this phrase to describe the opening gunfire of the Battle of Concord. What is the shot heard while in the world? Excellent. Let's see what's in store in Double Jeopardy. Your seventh category is American history. Civil rights activists called Freedom Riders protested segregated bus terminals in this decade. What is the 1950s? Sorry, the correct response was what are the 1960s? The category is the Whisker Rebellion. According to their grooming standards, beards are not acceptable for the faculty of this Provo University. What is the University of Utah? No, no. that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Brigham Young University? Our ninth category is 10-letter nations. In response to a Sasha Baron Cohen film sequel, this country adopted, very nice, as a tourism slogan. What is Kazakhstan? You're right. Your next category is musical instruments. Flamenco dancers often use these small clacking instruments whose name derives from the Spanish for chestnuts. What is uh, symbols? That's not it. The correct response was what are castanets? The category is at the movies. Legacy is the subtitle of the sequel to this 1982 Disney movie about a hacker who finds himself in a computerized world. What is Tron? Yes, that's it. Your last category is anagrams of each other. The response is two words that are anagrams of each other. To challenge someone and to comprehend a book. Repeat the question. Again, the category is anagrams of each other. To challenge someone and to comprehend a book. Please give your response or say I don't know to forfeit. Which would you like? Repeat the question. Again, the category is anagrams of each other. To challenge someone and to comprehend a book. Dual Please give your response, or I can skip this clue. Which would you like? What is fuck that question? <laughs> Please respond in the form of I a did. question, starting with phrases like <laughs> who is or what is. Who is fuck that question? You need to respond oh, in the form of a question, starting with who is or what is. You can also say repeat or I don't know to skip the clue. What is suck nuts and rumple mints? <laughs> nope. That's not it. The correct response was what are dare and read. 
Ah, I All knew right. Reed. I Let's couldn't see how you did there. This hmm. All righty. He scored five out of 12 clues. You still have three days to play from this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Do yes, you want to yes. play, Rufus? At least one. At least one. Yes, I'm just making you beg for it a little week. bit. Would you like to catch up on those clues? <laughs> yes. Get ready for these clues. I'm telling you, this is good read, Doc. Your first category is 007-letter words. The response is a seven-letter word that includes a double O. It's the last name shared by Big Lebowski star John and clarinet player Benny. Repeat the question. Again, the category is 007-letter words. It's the last name shared by Big Lebowski star John and clarinet player Benny. Who is Goodman? Yes, that's it. The next Jeopardy category is TV comedies. After working at Cloud9 for five seasons, this former Ugly Betty actress left Superstore in 2020. Who is America Ferrara? Excellent. Your category is the country she led. Golda Mayer was prime minister of this country from 1969 to 1974. Repeat the question. Again, the category is the country she led. Golda Mayer was prime minister of this country from 1969 to 1974. What is Israel? Yes, that's correct. Our category is U.S. fact sheet. The 50 United States cover this many time zones. Repeat the question. Again, the category is U.S. fact sheet. The 50 United States cover this many time zones. What is... Five? Four. That's not it. The correct response was what is six. Six? Today's fifth category is this and that. This brand of spill-proof travel mugs and water bottles takes its name from the Spanish meaning, with you. Repeat the question. Again, the category is this and that. This brand of spill-proof travel mugs and water bottles takes its name from the Spanish meaning. With you. What is Yeti? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Contigo? The next Jeopardy category is gingerbread. This company released a limited edition of gingerbread Oreo cookies for the holiday season. What is Nabisco? Yes, that's correct. That's it for the Jeopardy round. Time now for Double Jeopardy. Jeopardy category is cave caveat. The National Park Service recommends wearing closed-toe shoes and holding available handrails in this state's Carlsbad Caverns. What is, what is California? California? That's not it. The correct response was what is New Mexico. The next Jeopardy category is minced oats. This polite swear substitute that has a holiday as its second word probably inspired the name of a Disney cricket. Repeat the question. Again, the category is minced oats. This polite swear substitute that has a holiday as its second word probably inspired the name of a Disney cricket. What is criminy? What is Jiminy? That's not it. The correct response is what is Jiminy Christmas? 
I just thought uh, of it. Today's yeah. ninth Jeopardy category is boats and ships. The galley on a ship is analogous to this room in a home. What is the kitchen? Excellent. Our tenth Jeopardy category is medical terms. Osteosarcoma is a cancer typically found in the cells that create these in the body. What are blood cells? What? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what are bones? Oh, I thought Our they next Jeopardy to category is I knew it was bones. At the end of a Christmas carol, this character exclaims, God bless us, everyone. Who is Scrooge? No, the correct response was who is Tiny Tim? Oh, is it Tiny Our Tim Our next Jeopardy that? category is on a oh, high note. I thought they ate him. This singer hit her highest recorded <laughs> note in the 1991 hit. Emotions. Repeat the question. Again, the category is on a high note. This singer hit her highest recorded note in the 1991 hit, Emotions. Who is Whitney Houston? Good job. All right, let's see wow. how you did today. Not bad. Eight. You scored six out of 12 oh, threes yeah. today. Dang. You still have two days to play from this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. I want to do better. Now, do better. Take it away. Center yourself. Our first category is streaming service. The environmental group called Protect the River has worked to care for this Russian river, Europe's longest. What is the Volgograd? The Volga? That's not it. The correct response was what is the Volga? Damn it. The next Jeopardy category is Prime. This prime number is fittingly hidden in the logo for Baskin Robbins. What is 32? 31. Sorry, the correct Three, response though. was what is 31? 31, yeah. Your category is Netflix. Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes unite to hustle pickup basketball opponents in this movie. What is white, what is white, white, white can't Good job. The fourth Jeopardy category is authors and their pets. This author of the children's book, What Pet Should I Get?, got his own pets, like dogs named Glennie and Sam. This is Jake Smith. Sorry, the correct response was who is Dr. Seuss. Uh, Today's fifth Jeopardy category is common bonds. It's the common bond between tomato, Italian wedding, and split peas. What is soup? That's correct. I had Jimmy John's The next. sixth Jeopardy category is that word was a trademark. This word for a large, sometimes portable trash receptacle was originally a trademark of a Knoxville family company. Repeat the question. Again, the category is that word was a trademark. This word for a large, sometimes portable trash receptacle was originally a trademark of a Knoxville family company. What is dumpster? Correct. What? Let's see what's in store for the double Jeopardy. <laughs> Our next Jeopardy category is first words. In the first line of a Wham hit, George Michael sang, "Last Christmas I gave you this, but the very next day you gave it away." What is eight, eight. Again, the category is first words. In the first line of a Wham hit, George Michael sang, "Last Christmas I gave you this." But the very next day, you gave it away. What is a kiss? I don't know. No, that's incorrect. 
The correct response was, what is my heart? Oh. Your eighth Jeopardy category is copy Same the thing you said. The response includes the letters T-U-D-E. Oh. These are the eight blessings listed by Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. Repeat the question. Repeat the question. Repeat the question. Alexa. Oh, no. She's not red. She's just blue. Ah, there she goes. Sorry. I'm having trouble understanding right now. Have we ever got through a game where she didn't do this? try a little later. Well, let's give her 30 seconds. Remember I was telling you, I uh, I actually had a Jimmy John sandwich tonight for dinner. I'm Mm. telling you, that Sandwich King guy, right? You know Jeff. What's his last name? Do you remember his last name? The dude on the, the dude kitchen. On the that guy? Yeah, what is his last yeah. name? Jeff. Jeff. Uh, Gablewski. I don't know. He's an Italian Morrow. guy. Jeff Morrow. Jeff Morrow is his name. Jeff Morrow. Morrow. Yeah. And uh, he he made that Gardner. I think, did I send a picture of the Gardner? The Gardner sauce that he made? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's good, dude. I'm really surprised how good it is. And I opened up the hot one tonight. It's got a little fucking heat to it. Now, I make a killer Gardner. I, I, I make a killer Gardner on myself. And I'd have to say, his is almost up there with mine, dude. Almost up there. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's good. I'm actually going to give my aunt, who's an old Italian lady who's like 90, uh, a set of his three for Christmas. She likes her garden air, too. He's got a medium, a mild, and a hot. And they come in like a gift set. I'm going to have to try it for sure. I got it. You do. Really, you do. It's good. What would you say? I looked at the picture. I didn't know that guy's stuff. I was yeah. just like, "Well, here's the cool brand," but it's that dude from the kitchen, the sandwich. It is. I follow him on Instagram. He's a fucking deadhead. He likes the Grateful Dead. He does seem like a cool guy. There's some old pictures of him where you can tell he's fucking toasted. Trust me, he posts them on there. every time I watch the kitchen. He's the only one that seems like he's uh, he's not. He's taking it seriously, but at the same time, he's like, right. I can't. He's got a good sense of humor about yeah. it. He's got some, if you ever watch him, he's got some pretty good one-liners, too, actually. And I like how him and the, the super stuffy guy play off of each other. Jeffrey, Jay-Z, GZ, they yeah. call him. I hate him. I hate I hate him, and I hate fucking, what's her name? The chick that was married to uh, the piano man. The brunette. Katie Lee is her name, right? And somehow she's got married, she got remarried, and she still goes by fucking Katie Lee. It's a brand. I know it's fucking ridiculous. You're like gross. She met him. She was she was a uh, a maitre d at a restaurant that he visited, and you know she fucking chased him down. He had to give her eight million bucks to go away, which well, is pretty cheap, really. I mean, he's got like a billion dollars, right? The piano man. Easily, yeah. Super rich, and he only had to give her like eight or ten million dollars to go away. That's pocket change. That's not even painful. All right, Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Alexa. Then we don't have two hundred twenty-five minutes. That's it. That's a lot. Welcome back to Jeopardy. You've already played all the available clues. Would you like to continue your earlier game? Yes. Let's get back to where you left off. Your next Jeopardy category is copy the tube. The response includes the letters T-U-D-E. These are the eight blessings listed by Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. Repeat the question. 
Again, the category is copying a tube. These are the eight blessings listed by Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. What are the Beatitudes? Yes, that's it. Today's ninth category is Man About Town. Before becoming a regular on MSNBC's Morning Joe, Mike Barnacle wrote a column for this city's Globe newspaper. What is Boston? Mm-hmm. Good job. Today's 10th Jeopardy category is 1800s America. This father of American music published Camp Town Races and My Old Kentucky Home in the mid-1800s. Repeat the question. Again, the category is 1800s America. This father of American music published Camp Town Races and My Old Kentucky Home in the mid-1800s. Who is Scott Joplin? No. The correct response was who is Stephen Foster. The next category is archaeologists. Archaeologist Max Mallowan and his wife, this author of the Miss Marple stories, enjoy digs of Mesopotamian artifacts. Repeat the question. What? Again, the category is archaeologists. Archaeologist Max Mallowan and his wife, this author of the Miss Marple stories, enjoy digs of Mesopotamian artifacts. Who is Agatha Christie? Excellent. Our final category is audio dramas. Something happening loudly is said to come on like this radio drama that performed authentic police case histories. Repeat the question. Again, the category is audio dramas. Something happening loudly is said to come on like this radio drama that performed authentic police case histories. What is Dragnet? Mm-hmm. No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is gangbusters? Ah, let's see how you did. You know that that's was loud. pretty good. You scored half the clues today. That's it? You skipped like one day this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Have to. Have to. Here are the clues for today. Our first category is states by county. Cobb, DeKalb, and Macon are three counties in this state. What is Georgia? Yes, that's correct. The I second Jeopardy category is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. This president nominated Ginsburg to the Supreme Court, paving the way for her to become the second woman to serve as justice. Who is Bush? No, that's incorrect. Clinton. The correct response was who is Bill Clinton? Damn it. The third category is donating their winnings. John Carpenter, the first top prize winner on this game show, donated some of his $1 million to charity. What is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yes, that's it. Your category is moving. Apologies to Governor Phil Murphy, but United Van Lines says the ratio of people moving out of state versus in state is highest in this garden state. What is New Jersey? Correct. The next Jeopardy category is Yacht Rock. Despite the rumors, this Toto tune is not actually named for desperately seeking Susan Actress Arquette. What is Rosanna? Yes, that's it. Our category is Final Re. The response ends with the letters R-E. Humans live in this lowest layer of Earth's atmosphere. Repeat the question. Again, the category is final read. 
Humans live in this lowest layer of Earth's atmosphere. What is the troposphere? It has to end in R-E, though. Yes, that's correct. Oh, you got it. All right. Let's move on now to the double jeopardy round. Your seventh jeopardy category is Chinese history. The 1842 Treaty of Nanjing ended the first war fought between China and the UK, named for this drug. What is opium? Yes, that's correct. Your eighth Jeopardy category is four-letter films. Critic Danielle Salzman said this film introduces an entirely new realm of mythology to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Repeat the question. Again, the category is four-letter films. Critic Danielle Salzman said this film introduces an entirely new realm of mythology to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What is is Thor? You're right. The next Jeopardy category is literature. It's the three-word Elizabeth Gilbert book subtitled, One Woman's Search for Everything Across Italy, India, and Indonesia. Repeat the question. Again, the category is literature. It's the three-word Elizabeth Gilbert book subtitled, One Woman's Search for Everything Across Italy and Indonesia. What is Eat, Sleep, Pray? Excellent. Your next Jeopardy category is biology. The word chlorophyll comes from the Greek meaning color and leaf. What is green? Correct. Your next category is Money Makes the World Go Round. Argentina and Chile use currencies with the same name as this one used in a large North American country. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Money Makes the World Go Round. Argentina and Chile use currencies with the same name as this one used in a large North American country. What is peso? Yes, that's correct. Our last Jeopardy category is in Excelsis Deo. The response is made from letters within the words in Excelsis Deo. On December 20, 1860, South Carolina became the first state to do this from the Union. Ten more soon followed. What is secede? Yes, that's it. All right, let's see how you did today. A phenomenal job today. You scored 11! 11! Damn! You've already played all the clues this week. Come back tomorrow for Sports oh. Jeopardy. All right. I knew it. One more. What was the one that we missed? I don't know. It was something I'm that so it, more. I didn't get that it was something that the fucking the question didn't make sense the way she was reading it. I yeah, think. she had a great cadence when she talked. Yeah. Like, she has an awful that. cadence when it comes to reading the question. You think they could probably come up with something more natural? It is fucking Amazon, for Christ's sake. It is it, 20. Yeah, right. When we started this little escapade, it was 2013. That would have, I would have sufficed then. Now, no, unacceptable not to fucking have her just sound like a regular person. I don't think they've thrown a lot of money at the, the Jeopardy part of uh, that anymore. It's, now it's just a tool for fucking ordering shit, right? It used to be like they were supposed to entertain you. Now they're like, forget the entertainment. It controls your house and orders fucking eggs. When you need them, it will, it will, it's made for Amazon for a reason. Right? Yeah, that's what I mean. And they're not like they're not like you know what we can do. We should start making Jeopardy better, so people are spending more time 
playing Jeopardy on this thing instead of ordering <laughs> stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, Rufus, excellent show, my friend. We did it. We had a caller tonight. That was awesome. Great way to fucking end up this year, right? We had a caller and a record Jeopardy session. With, we started off with a 9 out of 12, ended with an 11 out of 12. That's, That's what we need to do is start writing down how many we get all together. So we got nine, we got six, we got five, and we got 12. Right. Nine, six, five, and 12. Now, and we're out of how many? Out of 60 questions, right? Five times 12. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, we, we must have gotten, did we get five twice? Or did we get six twice? Because that's five. We got, last one was 11. I, I, First one was nine. First one was nine. Then we got a five. Then we got a six. And we must have got one other score that was probably not that great. I think it must have been a six or a five. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give us a five just to be on the low side because I don't want to be too generous in this. Be conservative. Be conservative. That's how I operate. So 65. Wait, something happened, Rufus. Hold on. We got nine. Then we got five. Then we got five. Then we got six. Then we got 11. We got 36 out of 48 clues. So we got 75% of them right. That's pretty goddamn good. That's better than the average bear, I would assume. It is. There's no doubt about that. It's a little unacceptable. I mean, I'd like to see us in the higher 80s. And next Saturday, it, it's possible that we could have a caller participating. That's true. That's true. Go 12 out of 12 with double Z and the big R, fucking A. I'm going to tweet about it throughout the week, and I'm going to hashtag Jeopardy and Blog Talk Radio. All right, do it. From the Hypersoft Media? Yes. Right. Went on Twitter. I'll hashtag it. Yeah, Hypersoft Media. Oh, but well, you can do it from the Hypersoft, the Hypersoft Media account. Isn't there a Hypersoft Media account? Yeah, that's yeah. I'll, I'll need that for sure. Okay. okay. I liked something on there last week. I, did you notice? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I did. We need to talk about the things you like. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. But it is not my father's penis, even if my mother's life hangs in the balance. Yeah, I don't have to let my mom go. Sorry, Mom. You had a good life. You had a good life. I'll blame COVID. Someone will blame COVID. All right, Rufus. Thank you for such a wonderful show tonight, fine sir. You're a man among men to take part in this show on a weekly basis and bring your thunder like you do when it could be spread around in so many other places. But thank you for spreading it here with us at the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour. Oh, the Happy Hour. So with that, sir, I shall bid you adieu. I'm sure we will talk in the meantime. Thank you for helping me name Victory Lap, the newest strain that I've come up with. I feel, I feel, I feel included. You are included. You are included. I can't wait for you to try some Victory Lap. Make sure you smoke in front of your wife. I know she loves it when you smoke weed. You know what? You know I, what? I, I really want really to because she had some that really helped with her anxiety recently. Oh, really? That, that helps with that? Yeah. Oh, she's dude, it does. It does. This shit is gold. This shit yeah, is fucking cold. I'm not kidding. Yeah, it would help her out a lot. All right, I'll send you some. All right, Rufus, always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Love you, brother. And I will talk to you Monday night. Enjoy your rest of your night and your Sunday. Until Monday night, this is Double Z saying, ow, ow, ow. This is Rufus saying, ow, ow, ow.
Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.